Welcome to the Luminaries edition of the Balance Boldly Podcast. It's an Dedication to outstanding women who inspire, influence, and ignite a better tomorrow with the courageous work they implement today. I have the pleasure of being your guide, your host, and your facilitator today. My name is Nikita Renthikpen, known as the number one balance and relationship advisor in the world. And I can say that beyond all the other luminaries that we feature so far, and they are absolutely magnificent on so many levels. The conversations that I've had with this upcoming spotlight, this woman that you do not want to not know, this woman that you want to make sure you break out your iPhone right now, open up an Evernote, a OneNote something to write down her Instagram handle and everything else so you can follow her. It has been so magnificent and I dare say exceptional. I have to welcome to the Balance Bully Podcast, Miss Nita Lurd. I told her I was going to try to pronounce her name in Thai and I'm not that great. So she told me don't do it. So I'm not going to try to pronounce it. (laughs) Nita is a fantastic business consultant and coach and founder of the Genius Offer Systems. I have to tell you that this woman's brain is so beautiful and brilliant in all the layers of ways that you could break it down. No wonder she's also, in addition to all of her degrees and certifications and all this, the personality tests that you can think of. I mean, we could go super, super deep into this. She happens to also be working on her doctorate in social psychology because, I mean, why not while she's in the middle of two books one that's dropping this month. So make sure you go and get that before this podcast is over. And another that's coming up in less than six months. She's ridiculously exceptional and I am excited to call her my new friend. Nita, welcome to the podcast. How are you today? Hi, Nikita. Thank you for having me. It's an honor. And and thank you so much for that introduction. I'm doing great today. You are fantastic. Thank you for staying up for me. I know you guys are 11 hours ahead and you are what I would call an evening innovator because you have no issues with nighttime life, which I super appreciate because I'm like a 72 year old shaman on the inside of my soul. I'm usually sleep by nine o'clock and you're just waking up and getting started, baby. So I'm excited that you're here. with us today. Nita, tell everybody a little bit about what you're doing in your business today so we can you know, help them see all of the exceptionality of your brand. Wow. So, so one thing that I struggle with is answering questions in, in a short way. Right? <laughs> like, oh, this is like, this can be a one hour uh, answer to each of the questions because I know that you like to ask deep questions. And I love answering deep questions as well. So um, I'll try to keep it short. (laughs) (laughs) I'm rocking with you. You know, I'm rocking with you. (laughs) Yeah. So I I am a business coach and business consultant. And when I say coach is I I am actually a trained professional coach. And um, I actually train other coaches as well. Um, but I'm, I'm a business consultant as well. So my background was in, in marketing and in business. I worked with Fortune 500 companies. And then it was 14 years ago that I discovered my love for psychology. And it's almost like that epiphany moment in your life where you realize, wow, this was what I was born for. Yeah. And later I discovered coaching and I went all in. And throughout my 22 years up till now, 
in, in marketing as a consultant and as, as a marketer working in Fortune 500 companies and as a serial entrepreneur, I built six of my own businesses. It's kind of like marketing business meets psychology and coaching. Mm-hmm. And so what I do, um, I'll try to keep it, you know, simple. <laughs> Is I I work with coaches, consultants, um, change makers, service providers, and I go into their business and I kind of do like an X-ray for them of how they they can reinvent their business. Um, And we have a proprietary system where we interview their clients and their potential clients and their staff and their team. And we do like this 360 kind of um, uh-huh. our own version of the assessment of what uh-huh. what their clients are really looking for. You know, what are yeah. their seen and unseen problems? What are the goals they want to achieve by working with my clients? Um, and we co- we help them create the solution. Yeah. And this is really a, a big problem as you think about it, right? I, I work with service providers, so not product, product-based businesses. Mm. But like mm-hmm. it, the same thing happens in the product-based business world. If you think about it, whatever world, right? Product or business or service is that people will, business owners normally just fall in love with what they're offering. <laughs> so true. Yeah. Like, this is fantastic. I'm, I'm selling it. <laughs> I've done it before. <laughs> I've made that mistake with my own my one of my my other businesses as well because we we humans tend to do that we're like we think wow yeah. this is a this is such a great idea you know everybody's gonna <laughs> love my idea <laughs> like why not i created it right <laughs> yeah yeah and it it blinds us to the fact that maybe your offer isn't that amazing and yeah. even even though you're doing well we see businesses that are doing well and their offers could be so much better Mm-hmm. And they can really be blinded by the fact that they are doing so well with the numbers and the sales, you know, but then yeah, the, I'm thinking, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, but, but then the, the service that they are providing, it could be good, but what if it could be like exceptional? Exactly. Cause if we look at companies like Apple or SpaceX or like these really extraordinary companies, they've been able to, to grow in the long term and and mm-hmm. thrive, and and you know they're gonna just gonna be there for a while, right? They're, they're not gonna be out mm-hmm. of business in several years. The factor that has made them successful is they're highly innovative. They're always thinking from the point of view: of how do we make things better? How do we serve the clients in a way that you know they can't find this anywhere else? Yeah. And they're they're predicting into the future. They're 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 being proactive in how do we solve the client their our customers problems better than anybody else. And that's how you stay ahead of the game. You don't stay ahead mm-hmm. of the game by just following what everybody else is doing or or just copying mm-hmm. what everybody else is offering, right? Trying to keep up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's a very different game to play. And, and so yeah. we go in and we we do this interview research um slash kind of like consumer behavior <laughs> research project. And we, the second phase is we create the, we help them create the offer or the solution that they are providing for their clients. And we help them with the execution as well. 
to make sure that not only you have a great offer, but you're able to execute it in a way that you've promised it to your clients as well. So in a that's that's kind of like the shortest version. <laughs> no, no, no. I love it because I'm, I'm listening to you and I'm thinking, you know, besides all of these interesting visuals that I have of like you guys being hired by the company to almost be spies inside to find, you know, holes and things that they didn't think they had because they're doing so well. And it's really easy to ignore that there's a, a leak in the basement because there's so much fantasticness happening in the living room, second floor, third floor. You yeah. almost never think. Yeah. Let's go look at the family foundation and see what's here. But you have an interesting uh, business model, which is ironically, even though we're in completely different industries from the perspective of like, I'm all balance and relationship for power couples and all that juicy stuff. One of the ways that you're approaching from a proactive sense, like you're not necessarily targeting companies that have like alarm bells going off, you know, fire alarms, you're saying like, hey, you're doing really good. Let me help you be exceptional. Let me help you be better. And I know one of the challenges, because we do the same thing with our power couples, we always say we do not take in couples and there's no shame. There's no judgment. We will refer you to one of our amazing referral partners or power partners, but we don't take couples that are knocking on the door of divorce. We could, but that's not where my sweet spot is. So we're taking the happy couples and helping them be happier. Mm. And some of the the challenge with that at times when you're, you know, on a clubhouse stage, you know, I got a, a hashtag virtual worlds these days because that's how we're, you know, speaking <laughs> right about now and at the top of 2021. When you're speaking in clubhouse and and um, and all the other actual conferences and summits that you're going to, one of the challenges that comes up a lot is like, what would make a company say, well, we could be better versus just being complacent. That was the word I was looking for. Like just staying in complacency because we deal with the same thing with private couples. Like, well, should I just wait until we're having problems? Like, no. Why do you want to wait to have an emergency to, you know, make sure that your body's in tip top shape? Like let's yeah. get you stronger, more flexible um, and more ready for all those orgasms that we're helping couples have. So for you who are not helping couples have orgasms, but you're helping businesses thrive, <laughs> um, how do you have those conversations where you're not convincing them, but you're just conveying to them why it would make sense to, you know, hire your team to let them be the secret spies and find all the things with your research acumen? Because you have a lot of layers of certifications. We don't even have enough time on the show to list out all of the certifications you have, but you're bringing all of that information um, to them to really help them be better, even though they are technically good. How do you address that challenge with them? Yeah, well, I explain it to them in a very um, logical way, which is similar to how I just explained it now. And yeah. I help them see why it's so important to invest in excellence. You know, we, in we invest anyways, we invest our energy, uh -huh. we invest our time, we invest our brain power, we invest our, our fi finances, our money into uh -huh. our lives and our businesses, right? We're going to have to yeah. do it anyways. So if you're going to have to do it anyways, why don't you invest in excellence? Because that's going to, that's going to make you, that's going to enable you to create the most impact Yeah, and do your best work and deliver your, your, you know, this, this amazing thing into the world and help the mm -hmm. most people do the most with, with what you do. And this concept of invest mentality, it's like, <laughs> 
you know, like mm -hmm. you're going to have to invest anyway. So why not invest in a smarter way? Yeah. And, and be able to get to number one and, and just, it's not even about playing the game and getting to number one. It's not really about right. competing with anybody, but it's right. like, it's even about, it's like, for me, it's integrity. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because like, if you're offering something average or something, you know, I like mediocre, it's like not serving your clients. And, and, and so many people have buying remorse, right? They, they have this problem of like, oh, I hired this person, hired this person, didn't work out. We didn't get the results that we wanted. I think we're in, the, in a world where, where people are really terrified <laughs> of like, who am I going to hire? What, I, I've yeah. invested in this like three or five times already and it didn't work out. And so I think because of that, it's so much more important now that businesses really have that integrity of doing the best, the best work and putting it out there. And it's sadly, a lot of businesses could do a lot better than they currently are with serving their clients, but they're just not. And it, it's because I'm, of two things. They might not know it. Mm -hmm. They're not aware of it. Mm -hmm. And then the second is they, they're just not willing to invest in that, the, the, the time, yeah. the energy, the resources into offering something that's at that level, that exceptional, extraordinary. Yeah. yeah. Now, yeah, I was just thinking because the book that you have coming out, um, which I am super excited about for all the off, off recording conversations that we've had around it is One to Millions Entrepreneur. And I know that you're really addressing the foundational issue, even before they get to a lot of the great work that you're doing with your, your genius expert system and, and all the phenomenal phases that you are privileged to walk other companies through once they have decided to invest in them standing in integrity and giving the best product or service possible. But that foundational challenge that you and I were talking about some time ago around playing small and dimming your voice and and feeling all the different reasons and emotions that you needed to do that. I feel like a lot of these business owners are, you know, maybe they're higher level uh, leadership teams because I know the organizational structures can be like all over the place. But a lot of times the reason that they could be afraid to look at the basement of their business and see the foundational challenges or whatever is because it was built on top of playing small. It was really never built from a space of owning their voice. I would love for you to share a little bit about the book and like how that, you know, that standing in your your power and owning your voice and being, and I'm trying not to give it away, right? Like that's why I'm talking like that. Like don't give it away. But like why being one to one to a million entrepreneur, you know, being that one in a million, I keep saying one, two, but it is one, two millions entrepreneur for the book. But being that powerful voice can really make the difference as you build up your business or maybe because I know you do a, a lot of work with helping those businesses pivot into a better version of themselves, even if they're quote unquote established for five, 10, you know, 20 years. I would love for you to share just a little bit about that and give us a taste of what's coming this month. Yeah, well, the book really is, um, for me, I would say it's it's a why book. So it's a yeah. why book. It's not, it, there is some how and, and steps and what to do in it, but majorly it's, it's a why book. Because 
you know, with every single client that comes to work with me, the question that is the most important for me to, to discuss with my clients is like, why are you doing what you're doing? Like, why are you in yeah. this business? Because yeah. a lot of time you will discover that they aren't doing the business that they are pa most passionate about. Mm -hmm. They're just like doing it because, well, it, it it's I'm successful with it, you know, mm -hmm. or, you know, I've been doing this for decades. What else could I be doing and all those things? Um, so for me, I wanted this book to I wanted people to finish this book and realize that they can become who they want to become. Yeah. And what is really blocking them? are those limiting beliefs or those social norms that, <laughs> you know, and yes, I do, honey. And mm -hmm. I would, I would even say that everybody actually knows what they want. What are their biggest mm -hmm. dreams? But it's just like, mm -hmm. they, they're scared of it. They're, they're, they're scared that they won't be able to fulfill their dreams. And so therefore they say, I don't know what my passion is. I don't know what my purpose is. I don't know what my dreams are. And mm. I, I really wanted people to to read this book and go in within themselves and really explore yeah. what, what their why is in, in this life and what is their mission on earth and what are they born to do? What are they born to serve? Um, who who are they born to serve? And and really they're all tied together. And for me Absolutely. Yeah, they're all tied together, you know. And, and so for me, one to millions entrepreneur means one voice making an impact on millions. And I don't mean mm -hmm. that literally, like, like, you know, mm -hmm. not everybody's gonna, it depends on your business, but it's right. creating that ripple effect, that positive ripple effect. And for me, if we can help, you know, businesses operate in a, a more ethical way and step into their zone of, of, genius and courageousness and really serve at the highest level for me it's always about the big picture that yeah that's going to help their employees that's going to help their clients that's going to make the world a better place so for me it's always coming from the angle how do we make the world a better place and yeah. and that that's 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 what the book is about it's it's really to inspire people and and for them to really think if, if I had to offer my life's work, you know, all those years of, of um, dedication, whether it's life experience or work experience, and we had to put all of that into a box and offer it to the world, what would that look like? Yeah. Mm, I love that visual. I, I love that visual. And I see the direct link to the work that you're doing in the world. Like, obviously, you were inspired to write this book for so many personal and professional reasons, because you're going into these businesses, you're working with so many people across the globe, quite honestly. And in doing that, you're hearing the the stories, or I'll say the reasons for why they haven't done something that you you might be recommending, or uh, when you're quest you're giving them the three six your version of three sixty feedback evaluation, you know, with your your Nita Laird spin on it, right? Like when you're going in and you're asking, like, well, why haven't you guys done that? Have you considered this? Well, what's the reason for this other thing? Why is this this uh, I don't want to say whole, but, you know, why is this crack in the foundation, you know, before you give your actual solutions to them? And I'm sure you're coming across people that once they really open up to you and get 
are strong enough to become vulnerable with you and be honest and how they answer that question, some of the foundation is coming because they started these businesses not dreaming big and worry that, well, if I really allow myself to, to think of the exceptional way that I could grow a business, I may not get there. So let me just start with this smaller service, this smaller product that may not be a full version of themselves. And, and it, it happened to, you know, get better over time and naturally improve because they were consistent and they were showing up and doing all the things. And like you said earlier, maybe they invested in a few other advisors or consultants and it, you know, but they were just helping them to stay on the path. And then you come in and your team of ninjas, you know, like ask the, the secret questions that no one actually thought to ask to get to the real challenges that were occurring. And you open up like, oh, this person never really saw themselves as being in a position of having the powerful, magnificent brand that they could have if they would have felt more confident and had more of those supportive internal emotional resources that I know your social psychology brain is like a thousand percent on, right? And you're discovering that and seeing it and tying it all into what would be the difference if this one business owner, as an example, that I'm sitting with right now, if we would have rewound five years to when they started their business or 10 years to when they started their business, and I would have had this conversation with them before they built on top of something that was quote unquote mediocre versus being really able to give a solution to their clients that was needed and not just something that was in a pretty package that they thought was oh so great. Was that some of the fuel for the fodder of the book for One to Millions when you were creating it or did it come from a completely different place? Well, it's kind of the same story, but One to Millions Entrepreneur is, um, it's it's about the why of like, why, why you want to make mm -hmm. the impact in this world. And then my kind yeah. of like the sequel, the second book that's kind of like related to the One to Millions Entrepreneur book, that one goes into um, more of the details of why you have to be exceptional, like why you would want to be exceptional. Right. Why would it completely make sense, completely make sense to be exceptional? And you're completely right. Yeah. When we're starting out in our businesses, there's so much uncertainty. There's like, we're unclear. We don't have the confidence yet. We're just starting out, right? So most of the times we're going to build it from from like starting small. We're going to, you know, and yeah. And then that's why there's growing pains throughout the journey. That's where there has to be pivoting points. There has to be a point where you realize that, oh, you're playing small or you've really built this, this business on that, that, that foundation of like, oh, I'm not sure where this is headed. But, you know, when you're, you're, you're at a place where you're, you know, you're successful or, um, you know, you could be sensing that there's something not right here. There, it could it could show up in, yeah. in several ways, right? Or you're even mm -hmm, growing mm -hmm. really, you're you're doing really well, but there's a sense of something. There's something missing. This is this is not my best life's work. Or there's like there's something, yeah, something not aligned here. You know that feeling. Um, yeah, and and I think like I know it because I've been there several times, right? It's almost like if you compare your business to your life. It's the same thing. If you're living your Absolutely. life 
and you're not feeling like a 10 out of a 10. But yeah, I'm doing great. I have that career. I'm at the top of my game. You know, I'm the CEO of this company, or I'm like, on, I'm just doing really well. I'm making a lot of money. Um, you know, have a good family. But there's just something. <laughs> you know, there's just something. Yeah. And, and people will kind of say, I can't quite put my finger onto it. What it is? You know, it's kind of the same thing. It's it's. Most of the times, uh-huh. you're playing small. You're not living that dream. You're not, you're not living yeah. who you were truly meant to be, and that goes for your life and your business. It's the same thing, and and I'm here to give you that message that, hey, well, let's look at that dream life. Let's look at that dream business. Like honestly, if you could mm-hmm. be doing what you wanted to be doing, like what is that? What does that dream business look like that scares you? You know, it, if it doesn't scare you, it's not big enough, right? So it has to scare Amen. you. Amen. <laughs> yeah. And 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 Brene Brown says this. So uh, I don't know her exact quotes, but I have a T-shirt made from her quote that talks about, um, I actually have it on here if you don't mind. I'm just going to reach for it. Like I have these. Yeah. they can't see it but i can see it it's all good (laughs) yeah so let me let me okay it says vulnerability is the birthplace of innovation creativity and change so Mm -hmm. of course to change your business to reinvent your business to pivot it's it's scary it requires vulnerability but vulnerability is courage right it's the courage to do something different to be unique to change, to innovate. And, and as you look at those, those top companies in the world that have done amazing things, they have been vulnerable. They have yeah. been able to step into that zone of a, that, that courageousness to, to look at, you know, hey, this is what we need to do. Nobody's having this conversation. We need to do this. And without vulnerability, you just can't create. And Brene Brown says that you can't create. And if you can't create, you can't innovate. And you can't innovate, you're not going to create something that's that's different. You're not going to be able to create the business for the future. You're just going to be following what everybody else is doing. And mm-hmm. that essentially mm-hmm. is not just for business, but it's for life as well. In life, if you want to go to the next level, you're going to have to reinvent yourself. You're going to have to change. You're going to have to yes. do whatever feels uncomfortable. And that is the reason why most businesses don't want to look at their basement because that feels uncomfortable. Absolutely. Right? They just mm-hmm. want to look at the, you know, we don't the know what's down there. Room. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's the same. <laughs> right? As humans, we don't want to look at those things because it makes us feel uncomfortable. But that's the only way you're going to grow. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> A thousand percent. Um, here at the Balance Goalie podcast, we always say you have to be strong enough to be vulnerable because it is a strength. And that strength in your words and Brene Brown's, Brene Brown's words are coverage. Um, it, you really do have to be strong enough to surrender. And it sounds, yeah. you know, like a juxtaposition of, of two opposites, but it really is a, it's like your abs and your back. Your abs get stronger if your back is strong. Your back is stronger if your abs are strong. And neither one of them do as well as they could do without the other. So it's really leaning. You know, you're strong and courage, your strength and courageousness with your vulnerability. It has to go hand in hand, like your backs and your abs. I don't know for anyone listening to this show if you have ever had 
a, a major, you know, lower back problem where you had a lot of pain, everything hurts. You can't stand straight. Your posture is not good. And your stomach starts to hurt because of the pain in your back, right? It's the same thing with the courageousness and the vulnerability to do something different, like being uncomfortable so you can potentially be the one that can impact millions, which I know is what your book is ultimately about for helping people create that why and discover why not, right? Like why not me at the same time, which I love so much about you, Nita. So I have to ask you before you go from the show, because you and I can talk forever and ever and ever, and we we do and we will <laughs> some more. How with with everything that you're doing as a woman who truly believes in not standing in anything even close to mediocre, you have a book this month that just drops, uh, you know, basically dropping in the next few hours as we, you know, air this show. You have another book coming in just a few months after that. You have multiple businesses. You're in school working on your doctorate. You're a mama like you. If you're speaking all over the world, like all these things that you're doing, how are you giving yourself permission to pause? Well... I I really have to remind that to myself because I'm a, I'm a doer, right? So like I'm always taking action and I find that sometimes if I'm like binge watching, like the the recent show that I was I have been binge watching is Sherlock Holmes. Huh. And I've been I was binge watching is like, oh what? There's this there's this self criticizing that goes on in in my brain automatically. It comes up this voice mm -hmm. that says what are you doing? You should be working. Why are you watching Sherlock Holmes? <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And for me, I would just like go back and treat that voice as it's like this roommate in my, my mind. And I was saying, no, like I need to, I, I could do whatever I want. That's this right. Is like my resting time. And this is my time to have fun and do whatever I want and enjoy it in the moment. And the other thing is I like, I sleep a lot. I don't know it, whether it has to do with the fact that I use so much brain power, but Seriously. I'm, I'm one of those people that really sleeps a lot. I, mm -hmm. yeah, I recharge that way. Yeah, I do too. I, I, love I recharge through, through having, a, um, yeah, like 10 hours. <laughs> People mm -hmm. are like, how can you sleep? I can even do 12 or 14 hours. Um, and I secretly think that it's the reason that I, I look younger than my age. <laughs> I don't know, but it could be a belief, but that's what I think. She's like, that's what I'm telling. What's the secret to your beauty, and... Nina? Sleep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I really, I'm, I feel that I have a very childlike personality. So I'm I'm serious, but I'm also childlike in the sense that, you know, I could just like spontaneously go out, do something that I didn't plan. Yeah. And just do something that I want to do, you know, out of like has having no rational reason, just like no planning. And really to be aware of of my body. Yeah. And just asking myself, like, what I'm doing, the place that I'm in, the people that I'm talking to, is this aligned with who I want to be? And I remember several years ago, it was one of my goals to to be less tolerant. And, and people confuse this a lot. Tolerance and perseverance is two completely different things. Absolutely. You can persevere. You can just like 
keep doing the work and just not give up. That's perseverance, right? But tolerance, a lot of people have this misbelief of like, oh, you should be, you should be tolerant. You should tolerate this. Um, and sometimes you tolerate things that don't really belong in your life. That's right. Whether it's like the, this career or this person or this relationship or these things that you've been doing for decades, but yeah. you didn't realize that it's not serving you. So I, I really, I really have to pause to ask myself that question. Oftentimes, like daily, even mm-hmm. is this thing that I'm choosing for myself aligned with who I want to be? Because it's only when I am who I want to be. That's when I show up in this world and I do the most, the great work that will help the most people. And, and that serves my purpose. But I have to be in the state of mind where I'm at a 10 out of a 10 in order to do that. And and that comes back to self-care. That comes back to boundaries. That comes back to self-love and self-esteem and and all those things. They're all related. They're all related. Yeah. No, I love that so much. Uh, So, Nita, how can people connect with you to get more of Nita Lerd and to find out where to purchase your book? Yeah, well, uh, the best place to reach me is on my Instagram, uh, which is Nita Lerd. And um, just DM me. uh, And my book will be on Amazon. So um, you can just search One to Millions Entrepreneur on Amazon and get it on Amazon. There's, um, there will be a printed version and um, ebook version as well. And hopefully we we get to do an audible version soon. (laughs) I'm all for that. And I will say that Nita does have great response time in her DMs on Instagram. I like I'm not usually one to like go back and forth in Instagram Messenger because you don't you know you're not sure if someone's gonna see this in two weeks or three weeks. But Nita literally, I don't know if it's just you or you and your team, but your response time is uh amazing on so many levels. I do appreciate your um, ability to be one serving a million, starting with Nikita. So I appreciate that. (laughs) Yeah. And another thing, if I could say, is um, we're, we're currently doing a quiz. It's a new quiz. So if anybody's interested in finding your extraordinary entrepreneur edge, you can DM me the word quiz to my Instagram and I will send you the quiz. It will give you like a literally a 17 page blueprint to how to grow and, and really take your business to the next level. Oh, so awesome. that yeah, and that's for free. That's free. <laughs> I was about to say, sign me up. Yes. I'm, I'm about that too. You already know that I love quizzes and personality assessments and all this stuff. Cause that's part of our, <laughs> Our conversation. <laughs> She's only certified in like a dozen. So that's that's the <laughs> other thing. Nita, you have been fantastic. Thanks for staying up late for us tonight. I appreciate you. You are a luminary worth following. So I really do. I'm amazed at all of the goodness that you're getting into this year alone, not including what's coming up for you in 2022, which dare I say is six months from now. So that's scary. Different conversation. Thank you again. Any last words for our listeners? Yeah, well, I'm just really honored to be on your show, Nikita. And I'm so grateful and really appreciate our our friendship, you know, and I, I know that it's 
I, I see our friendship developing and blossoming into something amazing. And so I wanted to, to share that with you. And for the listeners, you know, I, I just, I just, I just really want to help inspire you, everybody to, to just really live an exceptional life. And maybe just if there's something that you've kind of gotten out of this conversation really is, is really to ask ourselves. And I ask myself this question on a daily basis is like, yeah, how do we live an exceptional life? How do we become an exceptional human being? How do we build an exceptional business? Because that's really what makes us feel alive. Yeah. Yeah. And that is really what we're looking for in life is aliveness, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, honey, don't get me started because you and I know we could have a part two, part three, and a part four. <laughs> and you would really never get to sleep, by the way. <laughs> Thank you again, Nita, for balancing boldly with us and spending your time. You are fantastic. I can't thank you enough for being here and showing up fully as you always do in every conversation, recorded and non-recorded. I appreciate your authenticity and your integrity so much. Thank you, Nikita. Thank you for having me on the show. Balance Boldly listeners, I told you, I always deliver. I like, I have to pat myself on the back here, take a little narcissistic moment because I always bring you the truth. And Nita Laird is amazing. She is one to follow and make sure you get her book, One to Millions Entrepreneur, available on Amazon today. And also, when you are on Amazon, for those of you who are uh, both paper, Kindle, and Audible readers, make sure you click follow the author so you'll get notifications of her next book that's coming out that's going to be kind of the part two series once you figured out why and what are some of the challenges and gaps and the reasons you you or maybe someone you know because you can give this book to a friend as well that may be having some challenges playing small or not truly fully showing up as themselves make sure that they get the second part of that so they can become a more exceptional brand and build an exceptional business for her second book that will come out as well so follow her as an author on Amazon as well to get that notification. I am Nikita Vin Thigpen, wishing you well. I want you to continue to create your balance and create your joy, but remember, do it boldly. Talk to you soon.